Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, once again in the lab. Today's topic is my college experience. Now, this may be another raw and uncut version. That's why I had that weak-ass beatbox, because that is my intro music. I'm going to continue to send this out to my brother. He may do it. He may not. We'll see. Probably busy. Shit. I don't know. Pandemic still going on. Shit sucks. Yeah. That's what we do, man. Every single day. Look at the same damn four walls. Over and over and over again. So hopefully, it continues to stay safe. Practicing that social distancing whatever comes to mind for you to be safe. I know that they are opening up some places up. Different states are opening up. feel like it's too soon to rush that sort of thing, but it is what it is. If you're in those impacted states, I encourage you to stay safe as best as you can during these times. Now, with that being said, I want to thank my listeners. Shout out to y'all, whoever be listening to this. I don't care if it's one person or a hundred people, according to my Facebook, that have liked this page. I don't know who who it's reaching out to. Uh, hopefully, one day I'll be able to transition from the podcast format to a video format. I'll do that when I move over to uh, Toronto. Hopefully, I'll be able to acquire a job, acquire permanent residency uh, within the near future when this whole pandemic is over to start doing that stuff and start fresh, start a new life as a Canadian permanent resident. It's not what I'm talking about. I told you I'm talking about my college experience. For those that don't know, I did not go to the same institution all four-year collegiate years. I went to two different institutions. The first one being Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia. And the second one being the University of Illinois at Chicago. Context of how I got to Hampton University. I went on a historically black college university college tour back in my junior year it was before it was during spring break i believe and we got to tour these different campuses my frat brother uh was doing this college look at these hbcus check out these hbcus we were in a van check out these hbcus and went around to the different colleges uh went all the way up from ohio so looking at Wilberforce, Central State University, and then touring D.C. So we got to check out Howard's campus, got to check out Virginia State, got to check out Norfolk State, and then we had officially landed at Hampton. 
So, looking at colleges, grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Two black for the white kids, two white for the black kids. You already know that story. And I needed to have a change, different flavor, do something different. HBCU seemed like a viable option at the time. So I get to Hampton's, uh, Hampton's campus. And uh, you have to remember my mindset at, what was this, 16, 17 years old? Yeah, 16 years old. 16-year-old virgin <laughs> that had no whims of how anything worked. And all I was is I was, I was sprung because I just saw these beautiful women on campus and I've never seen so many attractive women and you could say from a superficial standpoint I was looking at, at faces you know bodies all of that so the whole objectifying women gotta think I was 16 years old and what you see on television is how you really portrayed and as I grew older I know that women aren't just not to be objectified so I have grown up since then but in the mind, the mind frame of a 16-year-old, me looking at all these beautiful women, I'm like, man, there are so many beautiful women on this damn campus. And my mindset was like, shit, there's not that many males on this campus, so the ratio was going to be great. Now, mind you, that these women, I don't know who these women are. These women were probably seniors and I'll and the reason why I say seniors is because it's gonna make more sense as I progress through this this story or juniors or seniors junior senior year I'm thinking man this is gonna be the greatest experience of my life fell in love with the campus because I thought I was gonna get some girls I was gonna do everything there I was gonna pledge you know, the fraternity you know Pledge my dad's fraternity, which I am now in. Um, go there, get the highest GPA, and be valedictorian. So I was super ambitious, super hopeful. No logical thought, no reason, no background. I was hell-bent on going to Hampton. Did not even look at other institutions. My parents were pissed at me. It's like, why are you just looking at one institution? You should look at all other institutions. You should look at what's in state. You should go to Northern Illinois. Mind you, my dad went to Northern Illinois. In hindsight, I should have went to Northern Illinois because I probably would have had a better experience my freshman year. But no, my dumbass was, yes, I am going to Hampton. So the, the past two years, getting the, the necessary ACT score, getting the, the necessary grades, I was going to get in. And lo and behold, I got into Hampton. Even though I applied to, like, Bethune-Cookman, which I had no desire to go to Bethune-Cookman at the time. I was just picking just random shit. Because that's, that's what I did when I was 16, 17, you know, applying for college. And I got into Hampton. I was like, I got into my dream school. Ha, ha, ha. And then I got to start a, a Facebook group when Facebook was, was popular. On there, and I was the creator of the 
class of 2012 Facebook page of Hampton University trying to connect everybody trying to be all cool and shit and yeah trying to establish those relationships so meeting all people online this is like the start of the online boom and like making friends and shit online so I was ready I visited the campus I thought I was ready man then I have a whole nother thing coming so my parents drive me down to Hampton, Virginia, about a 16-hour car drive to move me into my freshman dorm, which was Harkness Hall. And I got to know a little bit about my roommate. My roommate's name was Brian. He was from Jersey. It's all that I knew about him. Uh, moved down to Hampton, and I had a refrigerator and they told me that I couldn't use my refrigerator unless I had a medical excuse so I could not pack my refrigerator into the dorm room so I'm like okay what the fuck I can't bring a fucking fridge dad, my dad was pissed mom was pissed like what the fuck you mean you gotta have a medical thing so I had to take the fridge back I'm like okay cool whatever fuck it I'll, I'll figure it out um, hindsight you know Reason why they didn't want you to have a fridge is because they had wattage issues. Power would go out. She had too much wattage. Did not notice. At 18. Like a dumbass. Whatever. Moved in. Cool. So, you got your dorm room. You got your roommate. Think you're going to be friends with your roommate. Roommate was cool. First roommate was cool. Real cool. Uh, met my RA. Some dude from the East Coast. Everybody's from D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Did not know that was a thing until I got to fucking Virginia. Call it the DMV. PG County. All that shit. Man, I did not know what the fuck all that was. I didn't know that Wale was God over there. I did not know. I, I was a dumbass 18-year-old kid from Aurora. Aurora, Illinois. Because... You had your other Midwest folks, especially the ones that went to Chicago. You had the Chicago crew. Chicago crew was cool, to a sense, because they all went to school together in fucking Chicago. So they went to Marshall together. And then you got those that went to Homewood Flossmoor. They all went to school together. I was the only nigga in my entire place. And yes, I said nigga. Because I was from fucking Wabonzi Valley. How many black folks you know from Wabonzi Valley? Not that many. Most of my graduating class went to the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Or they went to Northern, Eastern, Southern, Western. Nobody really traveled out of state unless they had a scholarship, an academic or athletic scholarship. Other than that, everybody asked for staying locally, except for my dumbass. I went to Virginia. You're probably wondering, get to the story. What made it so bad? All right. So, going in, I did not realize that freshmen, first year students, had a fucking curfew. A fucking curfew. The curfew was this you had to be back inside of the dormitory for 11 o'clock, Sunday through Thursday. Then, 
on the weekends, so Friday and Saturday, have to come back at 1 a.m. Did not know this shit. Now, mind you. Now, if you were inside your dorm room and you were asleep early at 10 o'clock on a weekday, you had to wake up at 11 o'clock to check in with your RA. So, one night, my ass oversleeps the 11 o'clock. My roommate don't wake me up. He don't do any shit like that. And I get written and documented saying that I miss curfew. I had to go see the dorm director because I missed curfew. Nigga. I was asleep in my dorm. So you're telling me I snuck out of my my dorm room, out the window, which is already plastered. You can't really open up the window because it's already dead bolted. Can't do shit. <clears throat> Roommate didn't wake me up. And I get written up. It's kind of fucked up. I was like, all right, well, shit, I had to go talk to the door director. It's like, you know you should make sure that you wake up for curfew and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll put a fucking alarm <clears throat> for 11 or just stay up until 11 and then go back to sleep. Um, so that's what I did for the first few weeks, which is fucking dumb. But, all right, let's let's get into it, um, more into it. So, I, I got made fun of by the RAs. Uh, I was in my awkward stage. I had a huge growth spurt. So, my parents had to go get me new clothes that I can go under my, my shit. <clears throat> I had a longer neck. Like, my, my neck wasn't proportional to my head. So, they would make fun of me about my long giraffe-ass neck. And yeah, shit is funny now, but shit wasn't funny when I was, was trying to make friends and shit and I got pegged this fucking giraffe neck ass dude. Uh, my freshman year, that's fucked up. It's fucked up, man. I was like, damn, kids is cruel. I was like, I can't get, get no love. And then trying to associate with, with the women. This was, this is why I was going to school because all the women were beautiful. 18 year old mindset, remind you. Preference, 18-year-old mindset. Where were all the beautiful women from from, from that that standpoint from my 18 from my 18-year-old self? They must have all graduated because all the women that I saw were not appealing to me at that time. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, man, there's nothing here. And then all the upperclassmen, you try to holler at an upperclassman, that shit ain't gonna fly. Because one, you ain't got a car. Oh, newsflash, you couldn't bring a car your freshman year unless you had a medical emergency. I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't know anybody with a car, which was trying to establish a bond and community and, and whatnot. But motherfucker was getting made fun of all the time. So yeah, I was pegged as, as that fucking kid. So what the fuck? I was fucked up. I tried to go to church, did the church thing on campus. Church wasn't for me. I tried to go into the game room, learn how to play pool. Wasn't the pool? The pool area was the 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 rug on the pool mat on the billiard board. It was, it was fucked up. Had holes in it. Um, and 
the the pool cues were fucked up. I was like, the fuck? We ain't got any good shit. Um, I was fucked up, man. Real fucked up. And yeah, I mean, the, the freshmen that I was with, um, they they had their cliques and they stuck with their high school cliques. So if they went to school in the DMV, they stuck with the DMV folks. If they went to school at HF, they went to, with the HF folks. If they went to Marshall, they went with the Marshall folks. I did not fit in any of those fucking communities. So all the shit that happened to me in high school was fucking happening to me again in college. I was miserable. The women were not were not reciprocating anything to me. They had found their they dumbass boyfriends for that time, for that span of time. I couldn't get a text back. I couldn't get a phone call. And I was trying to be bold. and ask, But I guess my black ass was being desperate during that time. <clears throat> and the shit was fucked up. I was miserable. Uh, I had failed all of my, my midterms. I think the only course that I think I did well in was fucking computer science. And... And math, I was good at math. Those are the two courses that I was good at. My mom, and I thank her to this day, told me just to take general electives. You know the most expensive-ass general electives I took? I took general electives. I failed my midterms for that shit because there was this one test that was in, like, African-American history. And you had, there was one question on the test, and there was four answers. And I picked the wrong answer. My dumb ass. So I was devastated. I was getting made fun of by the RAs. My dad had came down for a parents weekend. They was trying to, there was the people, I always was so self-conscious of what other people thought back then, which is why I'm semi-fucked up today, but now I really don't give a fuck like I used to. Um... Oh yeah, they was making fun of like, oh wow, you brought your dad to fucking campus and shit. Um, and you got to come to all my classes, have to meet all the assholes that I encounter because, you know, I talk shit. And this is how me and my dad bonded closer during this time. And I told him the shit that was happening. And he was like, man, I wish I could kick these motherfucking kids' ass. Um, and he, he felt bad. He's like, hey man, this too shall pass and shit and you'll get over it. And, you know, that was some of the motivation that I needed. Uh, the food was terrible. I've never had different variations of chicken with, with white rice. That shit was disgusting. And, yeah, man, I, I thought I contemplated suicide a lot when I was at Hampton. I was going to off myself and say, fuck it. There was not going to be a podcast now because I was miserable. I did not make a friend during that time. Um, so I was going to go drown myself over into the bay. Said this before, I believe in the second or third episode of this podcast, I was going to drown myself. And then one of the RAs from another, um, another dorm came back, came by and said, are you all right? And I said, not really. He was like, man, why don't you just get over there and just come kick it with me, man? Uh, so to this day. Chuck, Charles Montgomery, you have saved my life. So thank you so much. He was from Jersey. Jersey people, all the Jersey people that I met have been cool. Um, he invited me to his room. Um, he was RA of Pierce Hall, which was right next to Harkness Hall. Uh, 
got to chop it up with him. And then he had his friend who also became my friend, uh, Kendall, Kendall Robinson from Detroit. Uh, and we would just talk shit about how fucked up Hampton was. <laughs> and we would play rock band. And Kendall had a car, so I was able to get off campus. And he would take me like fucking McDonald's to get me a McChicken. And and I was like, fuck, I'm moving to Pierce, Pierce Hall. So I transferred dorms. And then I had another roommate. Um, his name was Ron. From PG County. Was not the coolest person. To, to associate with because he was with his PG friends and I would always get made fun of by all these PG county ass niggas and it just was tired of that shit but lo and behold I got my own room because I became an RA in training so I got my own room and it made everybody else jealous but I was like fuck them got my own fucking room it was great Got to hang out with Chuck and Kendall. <clears throat> they would they would help me out, and they would navigate me through my my semester at Hampton because I brought almost all my shit back, mind you. And my mom was like, "Why the fuck is this bag so fucking heavy?" <laughs> because I wasn't going back. I wasn't going back. But my mom said, "We already paid for that next semester." They put my black ass back on that plane. I got back there. I had said, fuck it. I hate this place. My mom says, you only get one transfer and one transfer only. And I said, cool, I'm transferring to UIC. So I finished up in Hampton and I finished up with a 4.0 because I had nothing else to fucking do in Hampton. And I transferred to UIC. I could have transferred fucking anywhere. I could have went any other college institution. I had one transfer. I could have went anywhere. I could have fucking went to Harvard, MIT, Stanford. But no, I chose UIC. Mind you, I'm still appreciative of this choice because this is where I am today, the man that I am today. But I could have fucking went to Harvard, bro. I had a 4.0 transferring in I would have been accepted by anybody but I digress I go to UIC because that's where all my high school friends were were at um, at the time during that summer I started dating uh, an individual that I talked to in depth in the previous episodes about to my exes that was the very first girlfriend <clears throat> problem is that she went to Jacksonville State University and I was at UIC so I was in a relationship that was long distance dumbass on me why would I do that because I'm 19 and I'm an idiot because I look at myself like these are some of the dumbest and poorest choices that you've ever fucking made in your life but guess what I was 19 years old not 10 years later to me being 29 I look at the shit, I can laugh at the shit now. The shit is funny. And this is why I'm talking about it now. But I was in a long distance relationship at a new institution. So I was, and there was a lot of attractive women at UIC during my time. And my dumb ass was like, no, I am committed. I am faithful. I am true blue to this woman. In which I was. Until we broke it off. And this was like the end of my 
what was this? 2011. So the beginning of my senior year is when she broke up. So my sophomore year to my senior year, I'm just talking to this girl and this girl only and ignoring everybody else. When I know women were shooting a shot at me, but my dumb ass, my dumb green ass was like, oh no, it's okay. Blah, blah, blah. It's fine. I have a girlfriend. Long distance. Stupid. Anyway, I transferred to UIC. It's a city commuter school. So not really big into sports. So been not 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 the best at, at, at sports during my time there. So I joined the athletic personnel. I took a bus up to Loyola and we saw the women's volleyball team win. Um first time in like forever. And I was there cheering them on. And that's how I got to become cool with the, the women's volleyball players. Um, they, 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 they like appreciate the love and all that. And they, they lived in the same dorm that, that, that I lived in. They lived in James Ducal Towers, which is like the best dorm to live in during that time at UIC. Um, I was involved in the resident hall association because all my friends were booed up during time. So I was like, oh, fuck, I got to make new friends because they all invested into their their girlfriends and I needed to have new friends so they had free pizza and free prizes at RHA Resident Hall Association every Wednesday and I went to that shit uh, there was one time when I it was Halloween that year and I dressed up as Morpheus because I wanted to win a prize <laughs> and and I couldn't win because the girl was was twerking and I was like, just give her the Nintendo. It was a Nintendo Wii. And I couldn't win a Nintendo Wii because the girl was twerking. It's like, man. All right, win the Wii. That was it. And I, that was mine. That was my that was my prize. But I was being too nice. I was being too nice. I need to stop being fucking nice. But I was being too nice. And gave her the Wii. So used all that experience. I was trying to, you know, join an organization, join a fraternity on there. Um, you know, trying to get to know them brothers and whatnot. That shit didn't happen during my college experience. Um, I got blackballed. That shit fucking sucked. Uh, that that wasn't a fun experience for me. Um, I did not get... I was a legacy of the fraternity that I'm, that, that I'm a part of now, and that shit fucking hurt. And, uh, and being denied that was what's fucked up was really really fucked up and all all those years of going to uic from my sophomore year junior year senior year getting to know these guys and then just to get blackballed it's fucked up years later down the road i got a facebook message from one of the fraternity brothers of that chapter and said hey man we really should have considered you back in the day congratulations on being a brother good to see that you still pursued all that shit it was cool it worked out in its way. It is what it is. Whatever. It's all good. You know, to this day, I'm still still a brother of, of the organization. So, it is what it is. So, that shit happened. That was, that was my, my hurdle. Another hurdle was being an RA. So, sophomore year, working with Resident Hall Association, I had some experience as, a, as an RA back in the day. My freshman year, I didn't really do shit. I didn't do duty and shit. I just literally sat at the front desk. I was a desk person and would just 
chop the shit up and make sure registered guests were were in because you know at Hampton you had to sign in your visitors if they were women visitors you had to sign them in and make sure they didn't spend the night and had your door open because we don't trust people but hey that is human anatomy if you're gonna have sex you're gonna have sex right so that shit happened and I became an RA during my junior year. I met, made some great friends along the way. People didn't really like my my way and my approach because I was so damn positive because I had a new, fresh take on life because I wasn't at Hampton anymore. I was at UIC and I made the best of the situation. I was working with the athletic department. I usually get free pizza and food from them because no one would come to the games. I was always at the games helping set up and put down the damn wall that we would have. But I, I would get food and I would have food for the day, bring it back to the dorm. My my sophomore year dorm mate, he used to play video games all the time. He had a girlfriend that went to Loyola, but he played Left 4 Dead 2 all night long, which was fine for me because I, I did not care. I don't think he passed or graduated. But that's not the question to this. But he was cool because I didn't really bug him. He didn't bug me. It was great. I was in JST. JST had the bomb ass food. We had great food. I didn't have to eat chicken and rice every fucking day. It was amazing. Um, the sports though, the only thing that I missed about Hampton was the band. The band was dope as fuck. I do miss HBCU bands and I appreciate that shit to the day, period. So going to UIC, predominantly white commuter school, you have your band, but it's not the same. And met at UIC, I meet meet great people. I I went to a couple parties that were hosted by the soccer team because we don't have a football team. Soccer team was there. My brother had came through. My brother Kyle came through. There was one time it was Halloween. <laughs> we went to some house party off of Taylor Street. Brother gets into a fight with this dude dressed up as the Incredible Hulk. I'm like, man, he getting into a fight with the Incredible Hulk. I had to try and break up the fight. You know, police start coming and shit. And it's like, fuck. It's fucking crazy. Um, and then we go to... Where do we go? We, we, we bump into these... These women from the same party. And then I guess my brother had... He was just out of the Navy. Just got out of the Navy. Well, boot camp and shit. So he meets this girl who's, I think, a freshman and whatnot. Um, and next thing I know that he's at her dorm room and the rest is history. I don't know what transpired from there, but I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I remember the girl's name. It was just, it was a party. I went to a party. I got my friends that had girlfriends at the time their girlfriends hated each other and that broke up the friendship from my friends <laughs> because there was a lot of cattiness and the crazy thing is they're not with their girlfriends today which is it's how life works right <laughs> life fucking works um yeah it that happened i, I stayed out of that drama uh didn't have a girlfriend during my time at UIC. 
because I was in a long distance relationship, got broken up by a text message in a long distance relationship, dumbest shit in the world. And I look at it now, I was in a long distance relationship, but hey, that was me. I was depressed. Think I drank a whole. Think I drank the whole Ciroc bottle. I was, I was messed up. And that was the only time that I missed school. Was that one time? Um, I was political science major. Had aspirations to be a lawyer, and then I realized I didn't want to be a lawyer. And then the people that I worked with and. In residence life, they told me that I should go into student affairs. And that's what I did. I went up to this place in Oshkosh, Wisconsin called the the Oshkosh Placement Exchange where I got a graduate assistantship from, from an institution that I will talk about in the next podcast. But I'm not done with this podcast. I want to talk about my RA experience and a couple funny stories from my RA experience. So, as an RA, resident assistant, you oversee your your floor of your dorms, and you get a roster. Uh, you have to build bulletin boards that have pertinent information and then door decorations. I'm not creative at all when it comes to arts and crafts, so I just printed off a bunch of pendants, like flag pendants of UIC with their names on it. Because that is the person that I was. Because I was not trying to do this shit long term as an RA. Making arts and crafts and shit. That is not me. I'm not the arts and crafts type of person. I'm the build relationships. How can I assist you and help you during this time? We also had what were called peer mentors. Help help with academic performance. My first peer mentor was dope as fuck. Um, they were a lifesaver. They were a non-traditional student, and they helped me in my growth and discipline. I'm using pronouns they, them, there because this is how this person wants to be identified. So they helped me through many different challenges. So, Kay, thank you for all of your expertise during that time. Me and Kay got pizza the very first night. I had my car on campus because I could fucking drive my car my junior year. Kay was a non-traditional student, English major, helping out an assistant. We had the fucking craziest floor of all time. We had the rowdiest residents of all time. And they tested our nerves. Kay used to be a smoker. Um, so Kay would go out in the courtyard and me being a non-smoker and trying to make friends, I would just go hang out with Kay. <clears throat> there was this one door in the courtyard that was like the emergency exit. And everybody would use that emergency exit to get out and bring people in. The one time that Kay and I are out there, because Kay is smoking a cigarette, there's people coming in the, the courtyard, one violation. And then... There's this girl that is just high off of her ass. High off of her ass. Just screaming to the top of her lungs. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And 
all of a sudden she just starts to strip down butt ass naked while she's tripping balls high. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? She, this girl is seeing mythical beasts and whatnot, and she needed to, to disrobe to protect herself. And Kay is calming this girl down because she's tripping out so bad. So I get my good towel from Bed Bath and Beyond, and I have Kay cover her up. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? So this girl cleared out the whole courtyard because there's a whole bunch of pot smokers out there, smokers in general, uh, just less, like weed alley, all the shit. We also had a guy that was trying to sex traffic women there. <laughs> his name was Anthony Anthony Gotti. <laughs> that was his that was his code name. It was Gotti. And he was always trying to like intimidate the women on our on our um, staff, and I would come in as the big teddy bear, the voice of reason, be able to relate to anybody. And lo and behold, he gets arrested for trying to sex traffic women <laughs> on college campus, which is crazy, crazy to think. Like the fuck, um, we had a poop bandit. Yes, there was a person that was smearing literal shit around the dormitories, which was stupid. Stupid as fuck. Man, stupid. I um, never caught that person. So much marijuana smoke. We always had to smell marijuana smoke. There was another time when there was this girl that was severely drunk that was being carried to her friend's room. Um, I was on call that night. I was like, please don't puke. Please don't puke. They got all the way up to our room and she fucking puked. Then I had the call and then she's cussing me out and whatnot. And I'm just recording this because that's what you have to do is you have to put this in your incident report. It's like two o'clock in the fucking morning. Um, other thing that was annoying as shit was the lockouts. Students would lock themselves out, and you would have to come up, wake up out of your own sleep to, to lock the lock out. It's like, don't you have a roommate? It's like, well, I don't want to wake them up. I thought I'd wake you up. It was like, I used to hate lockouts. Fucking hated lockouts. My sleep was deprived. But I was saving my parents' money on tuition. Well, not, well room and board was not tuition. And I was saving them money on there. My parents were going through a financial crisis during that time trying to pay for me to go to college. Like, my dumb ass took out a loan because that's what I thought I was supposed to do is take out a loan. My parents were mad that I took out a loan. They said that they would cover me financially. So I don't have any college debt. Yes, I have zero college debt. I am lucky as shit. I appreciate that sacrifice for my parents. And the story. But that shit happened. Um, had to do that shit. But my my reward was I became the RA of the year. K became the PM of the year. Um, and we we did some good shit. What else happened in college? There was a lot of shit. I mean, like I said, I wasn't sleeping around. I didn't go to too many parties. Um... Like I said, tried to pledge, did that shit. Didn't work in my favor. Uh, my brother came for a second time when I was living in JST. 
We were supposed to go to some party on the west side of Chicago. It was me and my boy Calvin. Um, we were going to go over to the west side. There was a party. My brother's like, fuck yeah, let's go to this fucking party. I was like, I really don't want to go to this fucking party. And we get on the bus, take the 12 bus up to the Roosevelt. There's some crazy lady that comes on, cussing up a storm, and then causes the, the bus to, you know, decommission. And I was like, oh, this is a sign from God. Time to get my black ass off. So my brother insisted to go to the west side uh, over there. So he gets off of the pink line in California, and he gets run up and almost jumped by some Latin kings. And almost gets shot at. And this is before that we had find my friends on your phone. And I couldn't find my brother. Had to tell my parents where the fuck is Kyle. They were going to come drive up and try and find Kyle during a gang war. Because GDs and Nine Kings were fighting. What else is new? And lo and behold, my brother finally comes back. Missing his jacket, all that shit. Told me that he got jumped. They tried to jump him and whatnot. Almost made it to the party, but they didn't make it to the party. Hey, at least he's alive, right? Alive and well. He could tell that story himself. But he's alive. He's alive. He's alive and well. Like I said, I, I graduated. I, I don't have any really fun stories like I didn't sleep around I was in a committed relationship all the way up to my senior year devastated senior year I said fuck it I'm gonna go to grad school so that's what I focused on my second semester getting my shit ready for graduate school so I can be ready for that I don't have any eventful stories I mean I have some memories but it's not like eventful like oh man that was some crazy shit that we did like Went to a party where there was other RAs and PMs. Hopefully they didn't snitch on us because we were all underage. Whatever. We we just young ass kids. I didn't really drink. Uh, I waited till I was 21 when I went out. I never had a fake ID. I went out to the Drum and Monkey my senior year, kicking it. Trying to do stuff. There was some cool shit that did happen. We had Kid Cudi come to concert. Um, that was fun. I think that was the first year of Spark in the Park. Uh, that was 2011. And yeah, that, that was cool. Um, it was cool that Jelani, like me and Jelani became closer as we got older. I knew Jelani from Brothers Reaching Out. That was another organization I was a part of. He was a Def GM rep. And he brought all this different talent to UIC because he said Urbana ain't got shit on UIC. He brought in Trey Song, Stiley. Um, I remember the time that he brought Wale in, and I got to bowl with Wale. So I appreciate him for those times. And we got closer as we got older. Um, so I appreciate him uh, during that time. Uh, appreciate everybody from that. I mean, I wasn't really tight with a lot of people in college like I am now. I think after college is when I started to build those relationships. Because I was about my books. I was about my education. Like, I did fun things. I would just walk around to the city a little bit. Take advantage of the free days. 
use my U-Pass wherever I could go, but I wasn't really, like, into big partying and shit. I would, you know, be on campus on the weekends, go to the basketball games where nobody was there, got free food, made my relationships that way. Like, that's how I built my relationships. I was doing campus-sponsored events. I wasn't partying all the time. Like, I graduated with, with honors. So that's what my mom wanted me to do. Only could graduate in four years, so... It's what I did. Took summer school so I can graduate on time. Graduate with honors. Parents were proud of me. And yeah, I, I, that was college. Don't know what else to say about college other than I, I, I had a good time. It was good for the foundations that I needed in order for me to make that next step into graduate school. And I'm very fortunate that that happened that way. I couldn't went anywhere else, but I don't think the same experience would have happened where I am in my life today. So I appreciate the college experience. I, I appreciate the professors that had, had got me through that. I don't remember most of my professors' names, um, but they got me through. I graduated with honors in political science. Did not go to be a lawyer. I went into higher education, and the rest is history. From there, so that is that is my experience from from college. It was quick. It goes by super quick. And looking at the college students now, I'm like, man, y'all don't realize how good you got it until it's gone. But hey, it was a great experience. I enjoyed myself, and don't have any regrets after that. Should happen for a reason, and I'm glad it happened for that particular reason. With that being said. My name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is A Raw Perspective. Peace.